welcome to a delayed but new installment of Lord of Old Waffle. Indeed. What do we do on Lord of Old Waffle, Katie? We waffle on about the latest film and TV news, including trailers, things we've watched, and any drama. In All the that shizniz. All the shizniz. All the shizniz. We've <gasps> had some time off, but we're oh, back. Oh, shit, on our recordings yesterday, I didn't you ha? Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and edit Ehar in. But new <laughs> listeners have Ehar in every Do episode. Do a really since. clunky edit, that'd be funny. Just yeah, just <laughs> yeah, in the middle. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So we are back. This is our first one in a while, so we have quite a lot of news and stuff to get through. And, However, um, we'll start with the trailers. No, we won't. No, we won't. Oh, you've forgotten how this works, trailer. We start with Katie trivia. Oh, exciting. So, um, can you please, Katie? Name me five characters from Shazam Fury of the Gods. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Billy. We will accept Billy. Uh, Anna. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was what she was called. In when Freddy. She was, yeah. yeah, three, nice. Dala. Nice, yeah, 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 four. Four. I need one more. Hmm. I'll be very impressed if you got this. I don't think you'd get this. I can't remember what any more the siblings are called. I'd go, well, I would go down a different route. We have to, I'm going to insist on a countdown. Five. No, don't be a dick. No, babe, don't be a dick. Four. Just let me think. I can't remember what Helen Mullen's called. Three. Uh, two. I have Khaleesi for the dragon. You cannot have Khaleesi for the dragon because <laughs> that wasn't the dragon's name. <laughs> Please. That was a poor Game of Thrones reference that was years too late. Oh. Uh, time up. Uh-uh. Uh, you could have had Wonder Woman. You could have had a character who is a wizard whose name is Wizard. Fuck a dog. I can't believe you pulled Dala out of thin air (laughs) and forgot Wizard. (laughs) Exactly. Why would I remember that? Um, Can you give me, please, five Easter eggs from the film The Super Mario Brothers movie? I don't understand the question. An Easter egg. So if you can't use this one, for example, an Easter egg is something relating to the games that's hidden in there. Oh, so like Rainbow Road? Yeah. Rainbow Road? Rainbow Road. Blue Shell. Blue Shell. Uh, they cannot all be Mario Kart related. Rude. <laughs> Straight away rude. Uh, what about the tiny blue mushroom? I like that one. Yep, that's an Easter egg, yeah. Uh, the green pipe. The green pipe, yep. On the piano. Yep, yep, okay, <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That was a, that was an easy one for you, to be fair. I'm upset you didn't say Yoshi egg. Or Yoshi, depending on how you say it. Um, okay, and uh, so this is a trailer that we'll be covering shortly. Can you name me five actors who will be appearing in Barbie? Uh, Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Michael Cera. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy from Shang-Chi. Can't remember his name. Gonna need names. Fuck, I don't know his name. Gonna need names. Oh, shit. Who else is in it? Getting close to a countdown. I don't think I can name anyone you can't else. Name- wow, I'm amazed. I thought you'd get this. It's an obvious one. Uh, I'm going to give you one and then I'm going to start the countdown. The main character from Elf. Five. Will Ferrell? Four. Well, not anymore. Three. Well, no. God, there's so many more. Emma Mackey. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's my trivia or yours, Mike. <laughs> well, okay, I win. One, I win 2 1. Dip. Good to be back. Uh, trailers. Oh, yeah, so rundown of what we were doing this week. Uh, trailers will be covering Barbie. Uh, Spider-Verse trailer, Secret Invasion, Ahsoka, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and Blue Beetle. We have news surrounding uh, Jonathan Major's terribleness, uh, Mario's box office, J. 
James Gunn and Superman film, uh, Star Wars news, uh, you news, not you specifically, listener, the TV show you, uh, Shazam 2's worldwide growth, uh, Euphoria season 3 news, Joker 2, for a pretentious name news, welcome to Dairy news, which I'm very excited about, uh, we have Maxine casting news, the third film in the X mm-hmm. uh, franchise, and we have Captain America 4 news. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, and then we'll be reviewing... Week? Uh, well, go on. You take that away. We have watched Shazam, Fury, Fury of, gods. of the Gods, Angry mm. Angry Gods, Super Mario Bros. film, and the Super Mario Bros. film. Although I will say, Fury of the Gods, one of the gods, one of the three, not very furious. No. Nope. In fact, I would only say one of them's furious. I'd say it's like Fury of the Gods. I would say mildly annoyed. Mildly annoyed one god and one god who's just completely chill with it. We'll really. get on to that though, Mike. Let's get into the trailers. Would, would you like to? Oh, I pick because uh, let's get a soaker out of the way because you've not seen Star Wars and I haven't seen. The Clone Wars. So, uh, a bit of background for for you, The Clone Wars. Well, there's a film, there's a Star Wars film called The Clone Wars, which is live action, and they did a TV series which is animated of The Clone Wars that ran for six or seven seasons, and that is that introduced a character of Ahsoka, okay, uh, who was Anakin's apprentice. Anakin goes on to become Darth Vader. We will okay. cover the Star Wars films for our uh, okay. Dream Clone commentaries wow. at some point. My um, yeah, back. and so this is. Uh, standalone series. Um, uh, kind of means it's nothing to me, to me because I haven't. All, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the Clone Wars, so. I thought the characters look good and the makeup. Yeah, all oh, all looks mint. Sensational. Uh, but but like, other than that, I have nothing. I have nothing I could possibly say. It's on a it. trailer made for people who've seen the Clone Wars, I think, because people pop up and you're only really supposed to go, "Oh shit, look, it's them!" But in live action. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's just like, "Oh, that's a person." Yeah. So. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it looks good. Really I've been very scarred by uh, bad. The series Star been good, Wars have shows, no. Um, uh, the most recent films haven't been very good either, have they? No, the last three were all pretty poor. Yeah, um, so they're in a bit of a tight spot. They are in a tight spot, and we'll get onto some news that they've announced recently that some people are excited about, some people aren't. Um, but are you I mean, for it? no, I probably won't watch it. Um, I've tried no. the Clone Wars because it's supposed to be amazing when you get to the later seasons, but the first couple of series just feel so young, like aimed at such a young audience that it's a bit painful. No, mate, that's a shame. Um, and like a family show. Well, there's like 30 episodes a season and they're all episodic and one-offs. and it's just a bit, Yeah, and it's just a bit relentless with like the story, the oh overall story kind of really slowly plodding along. and mm, That's a lot of content. Yeah, just a lot of meaningless kind of episodes that mm, yeah, yeah, you don't get much from. Um, what would you like to talk about next? I want to talk about Barbie. I thought you would. Uh, go on. Can't wait, it looks mint. <laughs> next <laughs> um i thought it was a weird trailer it looked the film looked weird as fuck very weird i mean it looks like they're gonna go into the real world because they drive past a sign that says real world um you really um read between the lines there. well yeah but they obviously haven't put any of the real world in the trailers just see barbie land or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um yeah it just it looks wonderfully weird i was surprised that there was a bit of a like a, a dick joke in it when they're all talking about beaching <laughs> each other off <laughs> that was funny. Uh, what rating is it? Uh, good question. I will tell you. I will say though, while I'm googling that, I really liked Ken's roller skates joke, where he literally goes nowhere without them. That's <laughs> that's very funny. Um, it but comes... yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be like a Barbie universe with loads of Barbies and loads of Kens. Uh, it's not been rated yet, so we don't know. But even more, uh, I mean, I mean, like, like the cast 15. is great. Just to, I mean, Michael Cera. I mean, uh, it's interesting because. There's so many Barbies, and there's obviously a couple of Kens, mm-hmm. and then there's just random characters like Michael Sears just called Alan, Will Ferrell's <laughs> called Mattel CEO, 
So the, she obviously goes out into the real world somehow, and then, I don't know, maybe sues Mattel or something? I don't know. Mattel are the company that make Barbies. Yeah. Thanks um, for that. I'm explaining. I kind of like that. Well, no, just, not everyone <laughs> knows that. Um, I kind of like that they're keeping it so vague. Although I did wish the trailer gave us a little bit more. No, I love that it's being vague. I think trailers have a massive problem at the moment where they just give you the entire film and the film's not as good for it. I agree with that. The trailer should make you excited without giving you much of the story. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But this is just such a big big swing of a film. Exactly. I don't think it would have hurt to give people a little bit of... But then, like you said, we Mm. pretty much pieced it together anyway, so... That's what I mean, though. But it, it is all we talked it. about it since even, it came out. Yeah, it gives me even more buzz to go and watch it. Yeah. It sparks discussion and theories and all that good stuff. It comes out on the same day as Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan's new uh, all-star film. Well, Christopher Nolan gets ready to go <laughs> suck a fart, so it won't be there. <laughs> that was going to be my question. <laughs> you got there before me, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'd rather watch Barbie than a slow film about a bloke making a bomb that killed loads of people. Or maybe you should watch that first and then go and watch Barbie. Oh, and cheer yourself up. Yeah, because if you went the other way around, you're going in really happy for a yeah. film that's going to suck that energy out of you, I imagine. I imagine there's no yeah. beaching off in Oppenheimer. If, if, anyone in, if anyone in Oppenheimer says that they're going to beach someone else <laughs> off, I'm just going to stand up and <laughs> clap in the cinema. <laughs> throw my nachos at the screen. <laughs> um, but right. yeah, I like that it's vague and it looks weird as fuck. And the trailer before it was weird when she just like stood on that big mountain. Yeah, that was a parody or something. I can't think what. I feel like um, the whole film's going to be parody though. And yeah, give me more. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, let's talk Blue Beetle. Um, yeah, this looks surprising. Because I good. know nothing about this character. No, no I, I don't even think I'd heard of him before a film was announced. No. Um, looks really cool. It did look good. Like a weird alien Iron Man hybrid. This was uh, interesting as well because I was thinking about, uh, well, me and Mike have been to cinema a few times recently and I've been having this constant rant, which we'll get on to uh, mm-hmm. when we review the films we watched, that trailers just give away the whole film. Yep. But for this, when I was watching the scene of how he becomes Blue Beetle, I was like, what a weird thing to put in the trailer. But I think it's because it looked so well, it good, yeah. Look, but then it, it definitely drew me in because I, no, I probably would have watched it, but I had no excitement or well, I think they released any feeling this. towards watching yeah. it. But then when I saw... The trailer, in particular that scene, I was like, hmm, that is cool. I yeah. would like to give that a go. I think they so released quite, this. But then, I don't know, maybe that was good for me because, like we said, we knew nothing about it. Yeah. But if you knew the character, if that would piss you off. I don't know. Let no, I, I don't think that's too I don't think that's too much detail. And like you said, I just think it looks cool. And I think, I think the whole point of them releasing this trailer was to put some positivity back on after kind of everyone was underwhelmed by Shazam. Yeah. Um, I think everyone knew that was going to happen, though. Great casting. Um, oh, he's Miguel from Cobra Kai. I can't think what his real name is. Is he called, like, y- YOLO? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's X-O-L-O. Yeah, and I was reading it as YOLO, and it just I don't reminds think it's me of, like, YOLO. 2010 Drake. Uh, yeah, but he's a great actor anyway. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. Um, I'm going to call him Blue Beetle from now on. Yeah, I'm excited to see him in it. So yeah, uh, and the effects look great. I like the bit when he like he goes through a bus and then he like puts his little hand over his mouth in shock as well. Yeah, that's it, that, that made me laugh. Um, yeah, this was a pleasant surprise, definitely. The scene where he like pulls out, of, he creates that big sword is really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, and this is one of the films, one of the already existing DC films. That were obviously already made when James Gunn came on board. He only complimented two of them. He complimented The Flash and Blue Beetle. Oh, right. When he was doing that big announcement, he was like, yes, we've got Shazam. And then The Flash, which I fucking love. And then <laughs> Aquaman 2. 
and then the Blue Beetle, which is unbelievably good. Right. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. it it's really clear that he didn't like those two. And um, I, yeah, I think this looks good. And I kind of like that they're just like, here's a character no one's really ever heard of. Yeah, but that's more fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is hundred percent than just doing another fucking Batman film, and yeah, yeah, Batman, and yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, completely. I'm looking forward to it. I hope he gets a bigger part in like the DC EU. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see because obviously James Gunn likes these characters. If these are the sort of ones who are carried over, mm. um, but again, we won't know um, until his Superman film comes out, which we will talk about in a little bit. Uh, would you like to talk about Secret Invasion, Spider Verse, or Indiana Jones? Let's do Secret Invasion. Okay. I'm very excited for this. Me too. It's not really gritty and dark. It looks very much like they've gone just for let's do another Winter Soldier-esque thing. Yeah. Let's do another real kind of grounded spy story. Yeah. Looks and really good. Yeah. I mean, I like uh, Nick Fury's big beard. Mm, and he's going yeah. like eye patchless all the time. Just big, yeah, scary big bastard. Scratch. Yeah, he does look scary. Uh, the cast is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm really Olivia excited Coleman to see Olivia Coleman Clark. Obviously, Martin Freeman's in it. Uh, Rhodey's back. Uh, who else is back? Oh, uh, the Skrull Man, the Australian Skrull Man. Yeah, yeah. He's a great yeah, actor as good. well. Um, I mean, uh, one of them's going to be a Skrull. The, well, like, a lot of people think it's see... Rhodey. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I love Rhodey. Well, yeah, and then how long has he been a Skrull for? Shit. Very interesting. <gasps> Since the recast in film two. <laughs> <laughs> <Not a drop. laughs> The Skrull's done a lot of good, then, if that's the case. Exactly. Just been a good bloke, just going about his job. He's taking his new role seriously, that Skrull. Yeah, and then he's gone back to report back to the Skrull town, and they're all going, what the fuck are you doing? You've been gone for years. <laughs> you got too involved. Tony needed me. I had to stay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this looks great. Uh, I think they definitely needed a win on the series side of things, the MCU. Mm. Um, I must admit, though, I was kind of gutted to know it was a series and not a film. Well, yeah, but this is one of the this was kind of one of the first ones that we really pushed back. I think this was originally expected early this year. Right. We've obviously now pushed it back to summer, and I think it might be the only MCU why? Why, series why release this year. Push it back. Mm. Number one, they don't want to do the thing they did last year, where it was something new from Marvel every two. Do what you want to do. Um, quality, not quantity. Okay. Whereas last year was very much the other way around. Mm. So I think they've just basically said. We know you want Marvel shows and we will make them for you, but we're not, you know, yeah, rushing them out and not it. perfecting the storyline and the effects. And so well, I hope that lives up to that then. That I they do. Pushed it uh, back. I hope that they put the effort in to make all the effects and shit look good. Well, the scrolls all look great in it. Uh, there's a bit at the end where the guy who's like clearly the main bad guy scroll, he like pushes his arms out and it's like he's either got like Mr. Fantastic or Groot powers or something. Mm. Did you see it when he says like the big like tree arms? No. Yeah, so that's intrigued me. I don't know what that is. Because um, in the comics, I think it's that well, if the scroll um, like changes into a person with powers, I think they get their powers. Could Ooh, be wrong. Oh, that's cool. If I am, feel free to shout us on Twitter at Sweet Films Alc. Um, yeah, and I kind of like again, it's a good trailer of giving kind of nothing away. Yeah, but enough to. That's what I mean. Yeah, because like, what a trailer should do. Rhodey says to Nick Fury, "You're the most wanted man on the planet." And I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, fair enough, you wanted. The most wanted man on the planet? What's he done? Is he being what dramatic? has he done that's that bad? Is he being dramatic because as a squirrel he doesn't understand adjectives? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's just making, you know, like a, yeah, just a, just an average statement. Mm. 
couple of people have been looking for you. You're the most wanted man on the planet. He's not aware of the magnitude of his words. Also, what is a planet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this looks very good. I think it will probably be the best show since Loki and WandaVision because they're probably the two good I ones. I hope so. Like you said, we want some good content, don't we? Yeah. Uh, let's do Indiana Jones. This looked a lot better than what I expected, especially from the title, Dial of Destiny. We won't yeah, be we don't like the title. That is. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I think, this I think it looks than good. I, I think a lot of the stunts and stuff in it look good. There's one bit where he's in like a little, um, a tiny little cart, and he jumps into another cart, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously riding his horse on the subway. That looks mint. Um, I feel like, I feel like what they've given us is a lot of that trailer is the first act. So it's obviously he leaves his job, then Fee Willow Bridge comes and meets him in a bar to talk about it. Then that man with the funny hair chases him. And then they have the horse chase, and I think that's just the first act. And then we've only seen snippets, I think, of everything that's left to come. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the way they marketed like Infinity War and Endgame and stuff, where it was quite. Here's the odd shot Anything from later happen. on, but yeah, mm-hmm. most of this is early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like it. I think uh, from the trailer, it looks like Phoebe Waller Bridge and Harrison Ford have good chemistry. Yeah, definitely. Which is key, because if that didn't work, it would just never work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I also think uh, the de aged Harrison Ford stuff in it looks pretty flawless i didn't realize they had de-aged him so the bit yeah. he's on the train oh shit yeah yeah it looks really good yeah it did look good and i just hope that they got someone else in to do the running when he's young because it's always a tell when an old man with a young face does something i'll never forget the scene in the irishman where robert nero kicks someone i've never seen a frailer kick in my life <laughs> he nearly knocks himself over kicking <laughs> the person who's on the ground it's awful it took me completely out of the film I want you to show it me. I will show it you after this. I promise you, it's awful. Oh my god! Like, oh bless him. He tried though. Well, yeah, he's an old man, and he's not in any state to be kicking people. No. You know what you should be doing? Kicking back. That's kicking what back you should chill, be doing. Yeah. yeah. Kicking back a fat one. <laughs> you're right, Mike. Robert De Niro, you're always welcome on the podcast. You can kick back a fat one here. We won't make you kick anyone. <laughs> we make Mike you do make you do it once just to recreate it. Yeah. Twitter content. <laughs> Whoever you know. loses trivia gets a kick. Yeah. Uh, and Spider Verse. Best till last, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Mint. Really, really good trailer. Yep. Gives you a look at, like, the world and everything without giving too much away. But it also really focuses on, like, um, Miles' arc. Yeah. He's obviously trying to balance being Spider-Man with, you know, his school. Being a normal teenager. Yeah. Obviously can't let on to his parents, so his relationship there is kind of falling apart. Mm Mm-hmm. He obviously won't have friends and stuff because all his friends left because they were all the other Spider-Men and whatnot. Um, I just, yeah, I think this is really good. Yeah, the Spider-Verse universe, I love it anyway. And I love the way it looks. All the animation style and stuff just looks really cool. Yeah, there's like little details like when it says that, when uh, the teacher says that he gets, he's getting a B in Spanish <coughs> and his mum clicks. Yeah, I know that. Costa Rica flag comes off her fingers. Yeah, uh, I also really think cool. the mum is the standout of that trailer. Yeah, she's yeah, she's she's very funny. Yeah, um, a bee. <laughs> it looks like uh, it, we well, and again in the comics and in the game, uh, Miles's dad does die, so it looks like the thing is he has to let his dad die, or the world will end or something. Yeah, and he's saying he can worse. do both. Um, looks great. I mean, the voice cast is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the new additions. Obviously, Daniel Kaluuya is in it. Oscar Isaac. He had a tiny role at the end of the last one, but he's back. Um, yeah, just excited to see this universe expand. I like that Peter has a baby, a little Spider-Man baby. Yeah, or, cute. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I just, I'm just excited. I have complete faith in it, to be honest. I don't Me think too. I don't have any concerns at all. Um, That's always a worry, though, because if you've got high expectations. Well, yeah. No. But I like that it was like a really action-packed trailer with a great soundtrack, which is something I wanted to remember to mention because it's really good. I was going to say that as well. I really like the way they used the song in the trailer. Yeah. Not like that Transformers one. Not like the Transformers one where they just keep oh, saying that one line over and over that again. One line, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but in this one, they, they, used, they did repeat that line in, in the trailer, but yeah, true, yeah. notable moments and not 15 times. <laughs> um, I also yeah, that stood out for me as well. Both the jokes in it land, which I like. (laughs) They didn't go overboard with jokes, but the both jokes are very funny when they say, uh, get Spider-Man, and all the Spider-Mans just point at each other, like the meme. And then also the joke. What a good reference to put that in, by the way. Some guy just did that on paint. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just been this infamous meme, and now it's in the film. Fucking love that for that guy. And then also, uh, the bit where Spider-Man's like a therapist talking to another Spider-Man about his dead uncle, and he says something like, and then my uncle, and he's like, let me guess, he died. Great yeah. joke again. Um, yeah, I, I just, I have complete faith in it. That's a, one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, really looking forward I don't want to see any more of it now. If they release any more shows, I don't, I don't think I'll watch them. I because agree. I don't want the story spoiled. Yeah, I'm happy with how little I know, but how excited I am going into it. And that takes us on to, uh, from excitement to some bad news that we'll just fly past so we can get on to other good news. Uh, Jonathan Majors was arrested for assault and harassment and uh subsequently he was dropped from he was like the face of the army recruitment ads in america so he was oh. swiftly dropped from that and then uh it's all gone really quiet this happened Boo. maybe a week or two ago a while ago um his lawyers and everyone have maintained that he is innocent and the victim if anything and um but well, we won't know anything until you know something comes of it um and what, what Marvel have a big Marvel. decision to make, and if they do recast, it's easy for them because it's a multiverse and No Way Home established that people can look different, like all the Spider-Man yeah. look different. So, um, oh, it's really bad, really bad. You, you'd think they'd recast, but again, we don't know the full story, so you can't really say too. That's what much. I mean. Are they gonna wait until I he has a trial so, yeah. and then decide? I think they'll just wait and see what the outcome is. It might not even go to trial. It it just depends, don't it? So, and also, I don't really understand the American justice system. It confuses me quite a bit. Yeah, we won't try to understand no, that. But we're just uh, two English yeah, people. Yeah, really, just poor. Um, shitty, shitty news. How do we? How do we move on to positive news? Uh, oh, how do you think Mario would react to how much money the Mario film made this weekend? That's exactly what he'd do, because it has made uh, an estimated $205 million worldwide. Wow. In its, what did in it its cost five them day to weekend. make it? Uh, I think the budget, if five it has days. been released. Yeah, so it got released on Wednesday, and it's probably made $205 million. And that's amazing. Tomorrow in England, again, is still a bank holiday, so you'd think it will make more. Um, it ha- if you don't it know what cost... bank holiday is, we get a day off work. Yeah, its budget is not out there yet, so don't know, but... It's made its money back, I assume. Mm, no, when it hits like 300, 400, it's made its money. So next week, it's made its money back. Wow. Um, that includes marketing and everything as well. Uh, yeah, so huge hit. We'll just keep going. Audience word of mouth has been very good. Critics less so. Um, but again, we'll save our personal opinions and all of that until we get to our review of it. Um, I will say when we went to watch it, it was a very full cinema. Very full. it's been showing 
potentially every 30 minutes at our local yeah. cinema. And we also went on Wednesday the day it came out again, and it was full. Kids are no, we on, on half Friday. term over here as well. No, but we were at the cinema on the Wednesday. Oh, sorry, yeah. It was full. It was, it um, was. Yeah, cute. Nice to see families going to cinema and stuff. How do you think uh, Shazam would react when he finds out about his film's worldwide gross? Hmm. Yeah, he sad would. Uh, yeah, he'd, asterisk, he'd... sad face, asterisk. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a Shazam-related joke, but I can't think of one joke from that film that landed. Um, he, he would say, oh no, and then he'd floss because he just does kid references. Yeah. And he's really annoying. We'll save it so we talk about it. Anyway, Shazam 2 is uh, already, if you can believe it, on digital and you can rent it online and everything. It's out of cinemas, uh, most places. Um that film guess how much it made i'll tell you i'll tell you the budget first um didn't it make like literally fuck all didn't it make like, less than 100 million it's finally crossed that worldwide um so this cost as well which is cost like nearly 300 million some of it cost 125 million did it yeah and it's worldwide gross is 122 million <gasps> so huge huge flop uh we'll discuss why we think that is when we review it, but um, an wow. awful for DC. On the back of them losing money on Black Adam, to then lose probably more on Shazam Fury of the Gods. I mean, James Gunn's first film is going to have to be a big hit for them to follow through with his universe, I think. Yeah, if his first film comes out and money. flops, they'll just have to say, look, we're just losing money on this relentlessly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Even then, um, they say if the first one is a massive fucking hit and makes like, what, like 200 million like Mario did, it's barely even covering the fuck ups of the previous two. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it would. 200 million wouldn't be a big hit for a Superman film. That'd be like. Well, yeah. A true. billion, yeah. But yeah, no, I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're at a huge loss. And, um. It, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to take a while to get fans back on board. So if, like, not like kind of people who are tuned into superhero world and stuff. But I feel like general audiences now are like, fuck me, there haven't been a good superhero film in a while. Not even just specific to DC. Yeah, yeah. But then, say if Guardians 3 comes out and is mint, like people Like in the Endgame Infinity War era, everyone oh, went everyone to watch went all, to of, them all of them because they yeah. were so good at that point. Yeah, it's just been a bad year all around. You look at Love and Thunder. Uh, not that the year is in, like, 2023 a year is in like probably the last 12 months yeah you had love and thunder you had black adam you've had shazam 2 you've had ant-man you've had black panther which is quite good but you yeah. know people didn't love it as much as the first one which i obviously never would we've done an episode on it um yeah a lot of pressure for james gunn but uh shazam i don't think we'll see him again and uh i can't say i'm too sad about it we'll get on to that though, yes uh x x Maxine. Uh, that's how I'm going to pronounce it when we got all the tickets and stuff. We have some casting news. Would you like to hear who's in it? Because it's crazy. Go on. So obviously Mia Goth is back. We have Giancarlo Esposito, who is Gus from Breaking Bad. Ah. Mm-hmm. We have Elizabeth Debicki, who is... Uh, what will you have seen her in? She is the golden woman from Guardians 2. Mm. Yep. We have uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, love the bacon egg. Yep, we have Halsey. We have Lily Collins. Nice. We have uh, Bobby Cannavale, Lovely. who is the guy in Ant-Man who has married uh, Ant-Man's ex-wife and is a policeman. <laughs> uh, we have Michelle Monaghan, who has been in loads of stuff. She's the she's uh, the girl on the train in Source Code. 
Mm. Wow, it's poised. It's got a really big and, castle. Uh, Moses Sumner, who I don't know who that is, to be fair, but uh, wow. just unbelievable. But the previous two didn't have. That's exactly what I was going to say. Very, because just clearly shows the quality of them that people have gone. Well, I fucking want to be involved in that. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously they shot the first two back to back, so they were pretty much. Well, it was Mia Goth and relative unknowns. Mm. Whereas this one, everyone's gone. No fuck, I want to be in Maxine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to be in that Sam film. That um, just so. made me even more excited for that as well. Like. Mia Goff is amazing. I'm really excited to see her lead another. Yeah. Especially in this weird little trilogy. Yeah, where she's just been unbelievable in both of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, great casting news. And speaking of casting news, um, we recently did a drink long commentary for The Incredible Hulk in the MCU, uh, where Liv Tyler plays Betty Ross, uh, Hulk's love interest. Remember, they try and bang, and he's like, oh, I can't. If I get bow and I'll turn into the Hulk and kill you. Oh, yeah, that romantic scene. That really romantic scene. Um, She's back in Captain America for New World Order. So now that means returning from that film, we have Thunderbolt Ross, obviously, though it's been recast. It's now Harrison Ford. We have uh, Betty Ross. We have the man who was trying to help him and then goo dripped into his head. Do you remember? Mr. Green, Mr. Blue. And we also... Anyway, we have someone else might be back from that film but that's like three hulk characters in a captain america film which is weird that is really weird um and i kind of get that they were going to come back at some point but it's just strange that they would all come back in anthony mackie's solo debut it's 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 strange um i think that's kind of uncool to be honest to do that it depends how they do it don't because I think it, well, yeah, I think the shaping up like Thunderbolt Ross is gonna be the villain, so it would make sense to bring his daughter back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if they don't put Hulk in it, then it does stay a Captain America film. If it's like, yeah. oh, by the way, Hulk's in it as well, then it's like, oh, yeah, just let him have his own film. But yeah, yeah I, that, that's what I mean. I've... I was uh, like you at first. I did think. Oh, well, no, I agree. A... I agree with your explanation. I think that's fine. But uh, I don't yeah. like it when the, someone gets their own film. And then they just kind of throw. They're like, bigger. "Oh, well, we don't know if we fully trust you yet." To yeah, basically. Film, yeah. So we'll throw someone else in there just to make sure to help people come and watch it or whatever. But, but they, yeah, you know, they did that with Tom Holland for three films, and I think now they're yeah. like, "Oh shit, Tom Holland! Yeah, people go and watch your stuff. People want to watch Uncharted. Don't yeah. know why, but they went to watch it. We did as well. That was a bad film. Mog. We Mog. won't be talking about that later because not very good. Um, <laughs> Euphoria season three. Does that make you feel euphoric? I don't know about euphoric. Makes you feel super euphoric. Just ecstatic. Ecstatic. Ecstatic and euphoric. euphoric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that starts filming in June. And um, this is a rumour. It's not confirmed yet. But it may have a five-year time jump. Uh, oh. Uninterested because of the time jump, I have to be honest. Why would they all still be in each other's lives? Uh, would they not yeah, the, offer- the whole point of it. It's like a exactly, high school yeah, drama. Because yeah. like, she stole a suitcase of drugs off someone. Or yeah. two kids of drugs or money or something. She's, no, it was drugs. drugs and, and then, yeah, and then they flush them down the toilet. Yeah. Why has no one come to kill her yet? Like, nonsense. Yeah, that was bullshit. So, so season two. That you can't show a five-year timer and just ignore that. Um, I'm worried that that's, they are. Well, they ignored it at the end of season two. Well, that's exactly what I mean. And I thought, surely season three will focus on it. That's what I think. Throwaway bullshit line I think there'll be like one line like, oh, when she came and oh, yeah, she beat you up, didn't she? And then they will be like, oh, yeah, she beat me up and then I got clean. Uh, no, it's oh. a completely different show. Now it's a musical. It might not no, be a musical. I hope that's not true. 
But you know what is a musical? Joker for Le a Deux. Sorry? That is the title. Joker for Le a Deux. What does that mean? Don't know. Something pretentious in French. Oh. Or Italian. Or Anyway. Um, so it's a musical for some reason. And uh, Lady Gaga is in it as Harley Quinn. Uh, there's some set images were released that look quite cool. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah, it's just yeah, it kind of cool. similar to Joker, kind of smudged mm. makeup and, you know, yeah, looks a little look bit cool. crazy. Um, but why is it a musical, Mike? I'm don't so know. Uh, it's wrapped musicals. filming. So that's on the way now, all going into the edit. Um, I mean, I'm going to wait until I get too judgmental of it in terms of it being a musical until we see a trailer. Yeah. But kind of everything about it so far makes me think that they're maybe just doing things to be like look how different this film is mm. you've never seen a joker who sings before like exactly. i don't know if that's exactly what i want from the joker um, i just loved that original joker film so much yeah well so loads of people it crossed a billion no wonder dc <laughs> please do a sequel please, oh no, fuck please. No. without you we've only got shazam and black adam but then why? the rock's really angry about all the time do you think they've made a musical appeal because they've cast lady gaga no, I think they probably were going to make it a musical and then that's why she became first choice. Mm. Um, maybe, I'm I mean, really I don't excited know if, to see her in it. I think she'll be meant. Maybe, maybe Joaquin Phoenix can sing. I have no idea. We're about to find out. We are, we're going to find out whenever that film comes out. Um, I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't trust it. It's pretty much everyone who is in the first one that is a great yeah. film and made a lot of money. So, I just, You know me, Mark. I just don't really like musicals, but like I said... I don't love musicals either. I want to um, give it a, a fair chance. You know what I do love, though? Murderous Clowns. Ah. Yep, that's right, because Welcome to Derry, the uh, HBO Max spin-off show, um, spin-off of it. Oh, we when you introduced this on Waffle, Mike does the, the itinerary of what we talk about. I assumed you meant Derry Girls, and I thought, hmm, that's weird. No, not Derry Girls. That would be, though, that'd be a good name for a spin-off, to be fair. But there is some I'm casting news. I'm very pleased that news. it's about it. That's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, there's good news and bad there news. There is such an interesting... Um, exactly, yeah, I love this. ...place in um, a kind of Stephen King universe. 100%. Cause so, yeah, I'm very happy yeah. to they'll be having some honing and focus on Derry. So we have the first four members of the cast. I'm Even though lie. I would love another Derry Girl spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased it's about it. Sorry, go on. Uh, according to Deadline, the first four members of the cast, I won't lie, I haven't heard of any of them, so I can't really tell you what they've been in. Uh, Taylor Page, Jovan Adapo, Chris Chalk, and James Rima have been cast in the it prequel series, Welcome to Derry. Um, which is good news because it's casting, so it obviously means they'll start filming soon and we mm -hmm. can probably expect that next year. The bad news is Bill Skarsgård, during an interview for John Wick 4, which we'll probably review next week, um, basically said he doesn't know if he's going to be involved yet, which kind of implies no. He's either doing it as a negotiation technique or he's not involved. I don't think you can recast him. I mean, you, no, you, you could, but you if could. it's an it prequel, I don't I want him. He's so yeah. fucking good as it as well. I imagine, I think it's probably a negotiation thing of like, oh, I don't know if I'm involved. And people go, oh, no, we want him involved. And then yeah, gets, they have to give him the money that he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope so. I mean, no, you were, Phil. We love that. Please be involved, it, though. Yeah, it's one of them where it's an interesting idea. Just and if smudge another zero on your, <laughs> on your contract. Get involved. <laughs> that is the way to do it. That is the way to negotiate. Because mm. if he isn't involved, oh, no. it just starts it off on, on a, like a, with a negative taste in people's mouths, doesn't it? It's like... Oh, it's a cool idea, but you know he's not back. So well, maybe they do they do it completely differently. Where it's just like it isn't in the clown form. Maybe 
Yeah, yeah, to be yeah, you could do that, definitely. Isn't it a spider in the book? Uh his base form is a spider in the book, yeah, but in the book he also turns into like a leper. The big Paul Bunyan statue. Well, I thought maybe they'll I think we saw most of the things he turns Phil into in the film. Then maybe they'll yeah, focus on the other forms. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. It, yeah. I think that would be the best way to go around it than just mm-hmm. recast it and having. It would be bloke. a shame to not have him in it though, because he's so good as it. It would, I think so. Um, well, yeah, looking forward to that. What else is a shame, or is not a shame, depending on who you are in the DC fandom? Oh. Uh, James Gunn has confirmed he's directing Superman Legacy. Oh. Uh, I think good good news all around. Um, so is this the first one on the slate? What the first film? Yeah, he's got a couple of TV shows. I think they are doing that first, first. to hope it's gonna make him a shitload of money. I think it's like Superman is their most reputable character, so that helps. Yeah, I, th- I think it is in the thing of we need a hit and we need we need a Cashola. hit financially and critically. Like yeah. this has to tick both boxes, and I think if you can make it, because there's not been like a standout great Superman film. Like, mm. a lot of people like Man of Steel, a lot of people like the old Chris Reeve runs, but I don't think there's been one that's, like, the definitive sp- Superman film. Right. Um, so I think if he can do that yeah, like and pull it off, yeah, yeah, then I think it would be huge. And um, it well, was either going to be that or Batman, and they just couldn't do Batman because uh, yeah, there's I'm so many Batman, Batman films at yeah, the minute. So they've, um, but yeah, him directing it, good it news. Well. I think he's, he hasn't made a bad superhero film. I don't think he's made a bad film, to be honest. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, all for it. Like yeah. his cool uh, white hair that he's got now. He looks very cool. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars news. That was a lightsaber. Nice. That was yeah. that gave me like a very vivid visual in my head. Yeah. Was well it, what color was the lightsaber in your head? Green and blue. Green and blue? Yeah, uh, they were two hitting each Oh, other. nice, nice, nice. That's a good guy fighting a good guy. I like that. Um, oh, shit. We have Star Wars news. News that everyone's excited about. News that Katie in particular cannot wait to discuss. Quaking in my boots. So it was Star Wars Celebration 2023. And three new movies were announced, which is big because we haven't had a film since uh, The Rise of Skywalker. They always focused on the TV side of things. Um, So Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy announced that three new live-action Star Wars films are on the way. Helming the movies are James Mangold who directed Logan, and who has directed Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, so great director. Uh, Dave Filoni, who has been in charge of all the TV stuff, so good choice again. And Academy Award winning, Academy Award, sorry, and Emmy Award winning director, uh, Shamin Obeid Shanoi, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, who has directed a lot of documentaries, uh, obviously won awards, and also did two episodes of Miss Marvel. Uh, So James Mangold's movie will go back to the dawn of the Jedi, they're all set in different time periods. Dave Filoni's is going to focus on the New Republic and it will close out the interconnected stories told in The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett, before people shout at me, Ahsoka, another Disney Plus series, which uh, means they're rounding off that, which I think is good because The Mandalorian Season 3 has not been very good to me. And uh, Shamin Obeid Shanoi's film will be set after the events of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And it will bring back Daisy Ridley as Rey, who was that's the main character of those three films. And she will be setting out to build a new Jedi Order. Do you have any thoughts? No. No, I didn't think you would. Uh, I think it's good. I think I like that they're doing different timelines. I like that they're doing mm-hmm. 
because I think a lot of the stuff in Star Wars that's most interesting is the stuff that we haven't really seen a lot of yet, like stuff that they mentioned that happened in the past. Well, that's promising. Kind of like... That they can delve into that then. Yeah, it kind of feels like, you know, um, in Harry Potter, because this is like a something you've seen those. You know, yeah. when you mention stuff from the past, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Star- mm-hmm. There's loads of that in Star Wars. And then yeah, like yeah. these spin-off novels and stuff that aren't officially like canon. Massive, but massive universe. Yeah. So, so lots of exactly, yeah, it's just it's been around for decades. There's so much history in there. So it's a really interesting thing to dive into and be like, we'll do this thing where it's like the first Jedi and then we'll do, you know, something right in the middle of, and then we'll do, you know, modern, well, not modern day, but yeah, the yeah. most present thing we've done yet. So I, I like it. I think bringing Daisy Ridley back is a good idea. I think she was good uh, as Rey. I don't think she was really given the storyline that the character deserved. Um... Yeah, all round good news, I think. Mm-hmm. Cannot complain. Uh, will I watch them? Yes. <sighs> Don't really want to because I've been burned by Star Wars a lot. Well, but yes, I'm hoping. Like I'm fire. very much hoping. Uh, you know, I'm also hoping for mm-hmm. that you season five uh, is better than you season four. Because they've mm. been renewed for a fifth and final season. Oh shit, we need to talk about that as well. Oh uh, yeah, we'll do that another time. Oh, Mike. We'll do that another time. Okay. I don't want to talk about you. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to make him talk about it. Okay. I'm going to be very blunt. <laughs> <laughs> this was shit. Uh, yeah, renewed for the final season. Uh, I think it's the right decision to end it. I think season. I think season four. Was season that. one is really, really good. I love season one. It's never recaptured that magic. I don't think it's ever really come close to recapturing that magic. No. It's just getting further and further. Um, from the reality that it was so grounded in to start with, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. If they have a, and a, if they have a good idea to end it, and they speak to the author of the books and say, "How are you planning to end your series?" and they do that, then fair. Don't well, just wing it. This is why they it. fucked up because they were season one was such a hit, and they were too fucking greedy to wait for it to finish yeah. writing the book and made the second series. And if you haven't read the books, I'm very, very recommend. I really recommend that you do. Yeah. Because the storyline's a lot tighter and better, in our opinion, anyway. No, 100%. Yeah, Season I agree. four was shit. That's our review of it. Yeah, apart from uh, the few bits where he's just outright evil, because they're the bits I like. Yeah, we love he's evil, just Joe. a sadistic bastard who just wants someone to love and or bang and then gets her and he's like, oh, I'm on to the next. You're boring I actually now. liked the teaser at the end that, spoiler and trigger warning, that he didn't kill himself mm-hmm. and survives whatever and then he stays with fucking Charlotte Richie. Goes full evil again. Full evil. Full evil like, Joe is the best. I love evil Joe. So I hope the next series is him just fucking I hope it's just full right evil Joe. Yeah, now he's rich as well. I would just be like, rules the world. I think as well, I don't want to be a perfect saying this, but I've already started. It's not as good because he wasn't just having dirty shags all the time. There was very little. There, there was not a lot of pork in it. Girls' houses. And I stuff. do like weird Joe as well weird as evil Joe. Joe. Yeah, we loved weird, sadistic, murderous weird Joe. Weird Joe did do a lot of weird stuff Pervy as well. Joe. I forgot he had a wank in the street. Yeah, he had a wank yeah. in the street. Well, that was part of his personality trait. That he was just like this obsessive, compulsive, sadistic person. Horny as well. Horny as fuck. Really horny. Horny as fuck. I would say horny was his number one emotion. Yeah. <laughs> followed followed closely by Murderous. Murder, yeah. Horny murderer. But well, yeah. never horny whilst murdering, which is good because that I wouldn't like. No, no. That's but too season far. four just toyed too much on the oh I wanna be a good person. I wanna be a good person and oh I've invented an evil imaginary friend. Well, it found like and, a, that was like his coping thing, wasn't it? To yeah, it, it just wasn't explored him. well enough and it wasn't. And then done the way that it split as well. 
uh, you know, Netflix do this shit thing where they release half the series and Oh yeah, terrible. The way it split as well really just left me feeling that it was shit. I agree. Saying yeah, that I it agree. was the mayor guy. And then when, the next and then episode, you find out yeah. it was actually having this like, full psychotic break or whatever, which is yeah. quite interesting, but God. Yeah, again, but it was just... It was it, boring. The it, whole series was shit and I hated it. If you're going to do that where he's having a psychotic break, you have to introduce the character the season before so that then we already know who the mayor guy is and then we just do think they've become friends. Mm-hmm. And then it's a much bigger twist and it's like, oh shit, actually. Yeah, this was the worst season by a mile. Yeah. Mm, three was bad as well. Three was bad as well. Yeah. Two was okay. Yep, I agree. One was amazing. Let us... That's our review of you season four. <laughs> That is our review, and we are agreed, and we're also done. Just like pop star, never stop, never stop in. I would give it a poo emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling stones. <laughs> gave it the shit emoji. <laughs> Excellent reference. Thank you. Excellent reference. And now we're moving on to reviews. And I thought we could introduce something new in reviews this week. Ooh. Katie's one word answers to start us off with. I love it. If you'll indulge me. So we'll start with Shazam Fury of the Gods. And before we discuss it in depth... We're going to do uh, Katie's One Word Answers. Try to think of a theme song for it dead quick. Yeehaw! Katie's One Word Answers. <laughs> Boom. Uh, was it too long? Yes. What was better, script, visuals, or soundtrack? Visuals. Better or worse than you expected? Uh, I expected it to be dog shit. That was not one word. <laughs> okay, uh, better. Yes. Uh, best act. Two. Best performance. Tumbleweed. Whoa, Freddy's great in it. Oh yeah, Freddy's great in it. And I like the wizard. Um, oh, I do like the wizard as well. Yeah, I do like the wizard. But only one word again. Tumbleweed, no one's sprung to mind in time. So your answer was tumbleweed. <laughs> uh, right. So Shazam: Fury of the Gods, the sequel to Shazam that came out too too late, yeah. miles too late. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a brief story overview? Also, we should say we arrived to this one. Well, no, we didn't arrive to this one late. We arrived to the cinema on time, but we both got <laughs> oh my God, yeah. fucking Ben and Jerry's milkshakes where you have to scoop ice cream out the tub and put it into a blender. But I will say we started the order in the car as yep. well. Like, Not like we parked up at the cinema. We were still driving, mm-hmm. not on the phone. No, no, I, I was, was driving. driving and Mike started the order yeah. when we were like halfway there. And we got there and this fucking bloke, trainee badge on, I would like to add, yes. could not for the life of him get this Ben and Jerry's ice cream out of the thing. And I ordered cookie dough chunks on mine as well, which they clearly run out of stock of. And I could see him. Poor, bless his soul. He was so stressed that there was no cookie dough chunks. I think he was so scared to come over and tell me that that delayed another five minutes. <laughs> It, uh, it was honestly like being served by the sloth from Zootopia. <laughs> I've just never seen anything like it. I People were we coming and going film, being yeah. served by the other member of staff. Yeah. It, Very stressful. Honestly, awful. So we, we arrived do, in the I, middle of a scene. It was a, a really fucking good milkshake, though. It was Even though I didn't have my cookie dough chunks. Because he put his fucking blood, sweat, and tears into, into it. Um, the the storyline is basically Shazam has become super codependent and uh, he won't let his family do anything. Yeah. Uh, they've been rejected. They're, they're known as the Philly fiascos because they fuck up every time, which I like. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're all a set of kids. So I, that's realistic. They would not be good at the job, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I liked. And some gods arrive because he snapped the bad guy's stick yeah. in the last film that allowed them to come back. Mm-hmm. And the gods. Oh, what do the gods want to do? Fuck. 
The gods want to get a seed to plant a tree. They all got banished or something. Yeah. So they want to do it to Earth because Earth treated them like shit. Yeah. Um, and if that doesn't make much sense. That's why they want to do the summary, Mike. I mean, again, we could, we could be wrong because we did miss a scene. I did not fully understand what the villains were on about a lot of the time. They, were, they wanted a seed for a tree that they were going to plant in their home world. But then Lucy Liu decided that she wanted to plant it in Earth because Earth is mean. They made a big Simpsons dome at one point, which made me laugh. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about what I liked. Okay. Uh, Freddy's Mint. Freddy was good, yeah. The wizard is very funny. Well, a lot of the visual effects were good. Oh, the, the, the special effects are honestly spot on. I was really... Because yeah. so much of it relies on it as well. There's a scene yeah. where... Spoilers again. We'll just spoilers from now on. Uh, there's a scene where monsters invade the city, and they're all really good designs. Like, mm. um, there's a, like a lion horse with wings. There's like a big troll. There's yeah, unicorns. Yeah. It, it's it's really solid. Yeah. Well, some of the some of the jokes are good, Taste especially. Away, my motherfucker. Yep, that great joke. Freddy and the wizard. Uh, the wizard keeps calling him wrong names he calls him just freebie at one point which isn't even a name which really tickled me um, yeah i was surprised this made me laugh at all to be honest it was funnier than the first one i think um yeah. but take that with a pinch of salt because um adult shazam is infuriating he's very unlikable infuriating he's just he, i he's... think it's it's like you made the comment before about the flossing he doesn't actually floss in this film but they're obviously trying to make him appeal to a really young audience really young which is fine but the character billy is like 17 18 yeah and he's nothing Wait, like yeah, Shazam. he behaves like an eight-year-old the disconnect between the two of them is crazy yeah and also billy the, the yeah the Shazam child. and billy don't you wouldn't think they're the same no. person and it really you really feel i like billy it was a shame he didn't get a lot of screen he got time. nothing to do that was gonna be my point yeah. he, just, he got nothing and to it's do no shade on the shazam actor because i don't think he, he's done a bad job at playing the character. No. I just don't like the character at all. I agree, yeah. I, don't, I think Zachary Levi is a very good actor and it's obviously just what he's told to do. Yeah. And I think kids and stuff will like it. But then I also think the films are quite scary. Yeah, it's not appropriate. So, it yeah, doesn't, like, it doesn't the match jokes up. feel like they they're aimed the at whole, eight-year-olds. Yeah, they the... should make the whole film a lot less... Well, it's not scary, is it? But he appeals to... Like, young, young audiences, really young yeah. Really young kids, yeah. I mean, so they, it wouldn't be appropriate for them. But I mean, I'm sure a lot of them do. But it they does feel like in the cinema where it could potentially make some decent money. Yeah, I don't know why they don't market it for proper young kids. No, especially it, the idea that he's a grown up and gets to be a grown up superhero. Kids would fucking love that. Yeah, and that's why I think it's a shame. It's been a weird thing of like they haven't neither films been able to pick a tone. Yeah, and I think it's because David F. Sandberg, who directs them, I think does a good job with them. But I think he, he came from horror. Like, he'd only done horrors before this. So I mm-hmm. think his instinct is to put darker stuff in. And I think that works with, with Freddy because he's got such a, like, a dark, funny, sarcastic sense of humour. Oh, I, I just want to make one comment as well. When the, the teacher villains. just walks off the edge of the building, very dark. Oh, so, so completely does Which not fit totally in the film. completely never matched again Crazy. No, Bizarre. crazy. But carry on. Yeah, so he, he he's he's like naturally suited to those elements. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes this Shazam, this essentially just an idiot, just yeah. a full-on idiot. He feels out of place in his own film. Yeah, he does. Everything yeah. is more interesting when Shazam is not on the screen, which is probably the worst thing you could say about a main character. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Every scene with just Freddy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm fully invested here. Yeah. I'm in, I preferred I'm in the, the older girl as well. 
Yeah, uh, she's from Fall as well. She's really good. Yeah. I think all the siblings are really good, actually. Yeah. One of them has a nice... Um, we watched this a while ago, so I can't remember his name. Um, he's gay, but he hasn't come out yet. Oh, he has a really yeah. nice coming out scene where he, he says he says he tells him he's gay, and they're just like, "Yeah, we know, it's fine, don't worry." Yeah, it should be like yeah. all the family stuff. And yeah, I think again, that's a dynamic that works. It was just a shame that oh, it's a shame that Shazam isn't Billy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Also, I have several Shazam logical questions that I want to get into. Um, so the bad guys have this same thing where like. Um, so when they change into god form, they change into like their cool gold mm-hmm. outfits. But then there's a point where Althea gets zapped to take away her god powers, and she's still in the gold outfit. Oh yeah. But when the Shazam guys get zapped, including the older sister who is always the older sister who doesn't change into a different person, mm-hmm. she changes straight away into her clothes. So when the kids are in their Shazam form, mm-hmm. can they take them outfits off? Could could he just could he go could Shazam put on a pair of jeans and a t shirt and head out to a bar? Well, that's what because I don't think they take all the outfits off. No, they don't. Um, So how do they weigh and poo in them? Oh golly, good question. question. Do they have to turn back to children to weigh and poo? That's very bizarre. (laughs) Um, I also had another question of um, so the oldest sister. I was just about to bring this up. Doesn't change into a different adult, but she's obviously the oldest one. And we yep. know that Billy's nearly 18. So is it like when you turn 18, you just well, keep Well, that doesn't becoming... work because Shazam, it must be mid-30s. Well, exactly, yeah. But then some of they're all different ages, like the Shazam people, the 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 old, the, the people they turn into. Yeah. Some seem older and some seem younger. Yeah, because the girls, that, the eldest girl stays the same. Yeah, it but what I'm saying, no sense. yeah. But with Shazam being his mid-30s, I don't think there's any logic to that. I think it's just... No. That's what I mean. It could have been yeah. Billy. Especially because he's nearly 18. He's not going to look different in a year. I wish they'd explained the the Shazam stuff more. Um, I just, even from the first film, I just didn't really feel like I understood why it chose Billy or... Um... Well, this film kind of nods into that again. And yeah, then the Wizard the does explore... this big massive speech about why he just kind of got picked and it, it should be him, but it's not convincing at all. No, it's not because uh, he's an idiot. He's a full-on yeah. idiot. Um, also, and, this... In fact, actually, it's not fair because Billy's not an idiot. Shazam is just an yeah, idiot. Yeah, true, sorry. It doesn't yeah. even translate. It's no. Like... It's two separate characters. Yeah, because Billy characters. isn't that immature as a 17-year-old, no. but the, the 35-year-old version of him is. The only it's thing that comes across weird. that the two characters share in this film is the fact that they are both um, too clingy because, obviously, mm-hmm. he's been abandoned so much, which I like. I like that as an arc. Yeah, yeah. And I think when, he, when he's actually Billy, it's quite subtle. He's mm-hmm. just like, oh, do you want to come and sit with me? And obviously, he's, he's Freddy's trying to pull. Um, yeah, yeah. So that I like. And then every time he Shazam, it's annoying. Uh, but my biggest criticism of this film is um, it, it felt like it talked down to the audience. Like, it assumes you were stupid and there were so many lines mm-hmm. in there just to explain, overly explain stuff. Yeah. Uh, the biggest explanation of it for me was there's a scene where they're all sat in a lair, just, like, dicking around. And then there's a big sign on the wall in, like, bright lights that just says lair. Like, yeah. why would you label your lair? But is that just so the audience are like, the kids? well, what room is this? But then where yeah, do you draw no. the line there? Are you going to be like in a toilet? And they go like, oh, I'm just in the toilet. Just to no one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Trust us. Trust us that, okay, this is probably a lair. I get it. Yeah. It was a, you know, it was a bad film. I was ex- I was expecting it to be another poo emoji. Mm-hmm. 
It was better I, than I thought it was. It was be. better than I thought it was, but I have to say that I thought it was going to be a zero out of ten. Like, yeah, I'd probably give it a two. Oh no, I think two is too harsh. I think there were a lot Maybe of a three. redeeming well, yeah, qualities. No, in it. I'd probably give it a three because it was so much better than the first one. I think the wizard, Freddy, um, Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, Rachel Zegler, I think was Anthea, and mm. uh, the oldest sister, whose name I don't know, are all yeah. really good in it. Um, I think Zachary Levi is, again, it's not his fault because it feels like we're blaming it all on him. We're not. We're just blaming it on kind of the writing and stuff and how there's just no connection at all between the two, seemingly. Yeah, I think that's um, the perfect way to put it. I think it was funny than I expected it to be. Like I said, I really like the stuff of they were just fucking rubbish and people didn't like it when they turned up to save the day. That's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. But then, like you said, it's so, you know, you've got Freddie, like, making jokes and then all of a sudden a teacher walks off a roof and kills himself because she put it in his head and it's like, what is this I think the, the, the threat, Freddie and Anthea storyline as well was like, it was fine, it made sense, but it was, I couldn't understand the timeline of it either. So it rushed. Was, it was like the whole film Yeah. in... 72 hours I max. agree with that. I was very it was, confused. It was yeah. ridiculous. He was like, oh, do you want to meet my superhero friend? And it was so obviously him. Yeah. And all oh, just, yeah, it was really dumb and just a bit stupid, really, for him yeah. to do that. And that annoyed me because it just took me out of it again. Yeah, I, know I he get was, like, that. obviously desperate and he was, that sounds really tight, but this pretty girl was, like, giving it yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. Like, they get that and that's Well, fine. yeah, he's been bullied, Annie, so he obviously has never been in that situation before. So you would, you would well, yeah, show off yeah. your I forgave friend, it yeah. as I was watching it because, actually, those, I really liked those scenes. I felt they had good chemistry. They did have good chemistry. Um, and I was glad that the relationship progressed. And, yeah. But then I did also find it weird. It was a weird relationship because, apparently, she was 6,000 years old. Yeah, why Why that And then that Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren or whatever... Are significantly older, obviously, yeah. appearance-wise. Like so again are they, and again. So are they how like were they all siblings? Seventy thousand, yeah. Um, it was bizarre. I, I mean, I didn't want it to over-explain that to me again. Yeah. Also, but I don't know because she why? just don't put a line in about her age. Or just, just don't, don't put cast a line. Three people who are well, very yeah. different in age. Well, no, but don't write in that she's six thousand years old and then make her fall in love with like a, somebody who's supposed to be sixteen or something. Innit? Yeah, it was just, weird. Yeah, just just let her just cast that girl who's clearly about twenty. And then we can say, okay, she's clearly his age. And yeah. just, like, be fine with it. And then, yeah. um, also, yeah. my biggest problem... And also problem, that she was just with him for three days. It's not even, Well, I'm saying three days. I actually think it was less than that. I think probably, the film yeah. probably encompassed 24 hours. No, no it was definitely sorry, longer than that. Sorry, I meant 48. I meant 48. Yeah. And then she just like, yeah, I picked this human. I'm just going to live with you forever and ever. He was funny, though. He's funny. But it was weird. Charming. It was weird. He's funny and charming. He's funny and charming. He's my, probably the best part of the film. Yeah, I agree. Um, the worst part of the film for me, and this is something I've never seen in a film ever before, is um, Wonder Woman's mentioned in the film sparingly, <laughs> and then after the end fight, uh, Billy sacrifices him. Well, Shazam and Billy, obviously the same person, sacrifice themselves, and Billy's dead mm-hmm. at the end because he saved the day and whatnot. Uh, so they go and bury him, and they're like, "Oh, you know, this staff could bring him back to life, but now there are no gods left to reignite the staff." And then Wonder Woman's just there. And she's like, I can do it. And she reignites <laughs> the staff and brings him back to life. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's what? bullshit. That's just, I don't, it's so stupid. I don't, a character who wasn't in the film at all has been like, don't worry, I've saved the day. All right. Yeah. Well, we'd rather watch a film about you then. <laughs> like, I don't, I know, it doesn't I make know. any sense. Yeah, it was weird. Imagine if at the end of that, uh, the ballerina, that John Wick spinoff that's got Anna Diarmas in it. Mm. So it's Anna Diarmas the whole film. And then right at the end, you know, someone's got a gun to her head. 
John Wick walks in, shoots him there, and he's like, don't worry, I've got your back, girl, and just walks off again. Yeah, it's weird. Nonsense. Weird. Like, weird. doesn't make any sense. I felt like that end scene just what's the word I want kind of summarise the entire I agree with that yeah that really left a sour kind of taste in my mouth and And I will say as well that this I can't get my words out the trailers for this film were appalling yes I agree so that's why we were both I well that's why I watched it so late because I really really didn't want to watch it yeah the trailers were actually so bad that like we've said some of the worst it was actually better than so in some respects, it did itself some justice by making it look so fucking shit that it was actually yeah. better when you watched it, but that's probably why it made no money. Uh, also, we didn't stay for the post credit scene, which apparently is um, two agents from uh, Black Adam, not the Justice League. Right. The agents who work with them come and are like, oh, we want you to fat join the Justice League to Shazam. Um, and originally that scene was supposed to be Hawkman and Cyclone. But because The Rock oh. was a producer on Black Adam, he said that that wasn't allowed to happen because they were characters from his film. And uh, Zachary Levi has confirmed that on his Instagram <laughs> stories. Stop. That's so hilarious. there's obviously a bit of bad blood there. As there would be, why the fuck would those characters... That's infinitely more interesting straight away if you see Hawkman again than just a random agent. Um, but again, they can't use that as an excuse for like why the film made no money. But it's because they waited too long to make this sequel... Um, and it's just not very good. I mean, and there is uh, like a surprising amount of good stuff in there, but mm. kind of buried by overall stupidity and a confusing, really confusing villainous plot and um, just a really, really annoying main character. Almost yeah. unbearably annoying. Um, I mean, you can't rate it very high for that alone. I'm going to go... I'd give it a one and a half out of five. Well, we go out of 10. Sorry, I'd give it a 3 out of 10. I'd go higher than that. I'd go... F- what did I give on the Wasp? I'm going to go 5. Fair. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to go 4. Yeah, 4.5. Yeah. I just You can't give it above a 4. Okay, 5. If you don't like the main character. that That's what made me put it down, yeah. Well, not even that you don't like him, just that you're not convinced or... I don't um, like him, though. Just to make that clear, I don't like him. Yeah, but you can, like... I don't know, like, when you have watched, like, a super villain film, you don't like them. Yeah, you, but, un- but you understand them. Yeah, you can like, relate to them. Yeah, you can't relate yeah, to them at all. He's, at least they're, yeah. they're good to watch. Yeah, I agree. Again, no digs for the actor. He's very good in the Yeah, role. no, I, yeah, I don't... It's, it's just... just it's just character it does not work. doesn't make sense tonally for the film, either. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's a me, Mario. Yeah, moving on, moving on. The better films. Well, not that much better. Let's talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie. You better stop. Stop giving it shit, <laughs> Stop mate. right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so we watched this two days ago. Two days ago. In a very busy screen, to be fair. Mm-hmm. A lot of people excited. A lot of people loving the mustachioed man from uh, Brooklyn. And my first question to you, Katie, is... Me. Was I it too it. long? No. It's a script, visuals, or soundtrack? Definitely not soundtrack. It's definitely not. We'll talk about it. Uh, visuals. Better or worse than you expected? On par. Oh, not an option, really. Par. <laughs> uh, best act. This one is interesting. Second. I'd agree. Best performance. 
thousand. I'd agree again. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, what did you think? Okay, me and Mike disagree about this massively. We do. I I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. I thought it looked mint. It was the way I've described it to Mike as in our disagreement times. Mm-hmm. I think this was a very good, fun, child-friendly summary of a massive game franchise that just had a very easy, effortless plot that just had all these fun characters in this fun, amazing world that we all know and love in just a simple, fun way. And that's... that's There are large parts of that that I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with your point, but I'll let you make it. I just think it felt to me like before they sat down to write this film, Mm. they said, right, these are the bits we need to get in it. Mm. We need a Mario Kart race. We need all this stuff. We need all these kingdoms. We need an underwater bit. We need... And then... Rather than just having a big list and writing a, coming up with a story and saying, okay, so that bit fits, mm-hmm. they went, right, we'll write this story around this. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it just kind of felt shoehorned in. And um, also, I didn't think it was as funny as I expected it to be. You d- I did notice that we went to watch this with um, a couple of the people as well. And we were all laughing a lot. And Mike sat there like face like thunder all the way through it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I went in wanting to like it. And I. Bowser made I know, me I laugh know a lot. To be fair, but, but I um, found it genuinely really funny. And I, know, I was very aware that you weren't laughing at all. I laughed a bit. I laughed at Bowser, but I think Bowser was the only character I laughed at. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, objectively, it wasn't funny. It was a very childish film, but I can't help but I found it really funny, and I don't know why. I think it's just because objectively, it wasn't funny. I think Illumination, <laughs> obviously the studio that made it, and also do the Despicable Me films and stuff. I think they are the most boring animation studio. I think they take no risks. Yeah, that yeah, it was a completely risk-free film. For this to come after kind of Puss in Boots, that you know, new animation style. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Why not though? Because this is just a it's a game. It's got the games have a very vague story anyway. This was just bringing a game to the cinema, whereas Puss in Boots Boots is a character from Shrek. No, Puss in Boots is like a historic classic story. Like a historic classic game. <laughs> no, Mike, it's not the same. Like, Puss in Boots is a story. Uh, right. <laughs> Video games, not stories? Not really. It's a game. Okay. It's got to be thin on story. <sighs> I suppose Hogwarts le- Legacy's not thin on story, is it? No. Neither is Mario Odyssey. No. It's, it's, it's just, they were, they were lazy with it, and I don't think that's a particularly... It was a, Bad la- thing it was a to lazy say. script. It was a lazy script. I mean, maybe playing it safe is a better word of putting it. And they were like, let's throw everything at the wall and people will like what they see. Playing it safe. And it's a, worked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I just thought it was fine. It did not surprise me in any way. It was worse than I expected it to be. Just because th- there were just a lot of things where I was like, oh, we've been a while now of just, I mean, why, why are they from the real world? Why yeah, do we really spend the first 10 minutes like of the that. film dealing with them doing plumbing? And fighting a dog, and like sitting and oh, just yeah, just have them be the in the mushroom world. kingdom to start with. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, does not matter to me at all. Mm-hmm. And then the end fight, uh, spoilers obviously, again spoilers the whole way through for the end fight to go back to leave the mushroom kingdom, and just this infinitely more interesting world mm-hmm. to go back to just Brooklyn and fight on one street mm-hmm. is really boring. Yeah. Um. I think what I will say about the storyline and plot as well 
they put conscious effort in to not make Peach the damsel in distress character. Mm-hmm. That was obviously Luigi. Whereas if they followed the classic storyline of Mario and Luigi going through the Mushroom Kingdom to save Peach and blah blah, I would have preferred if they followed that generic storyline that they already lived in the Mushroom Kingdom and Bowser comes and steals Peach and then they have to like work to World 8 to go and get her. Because that is the storyline of the game. Yeah. See, I and that's still vague and would have been lazy, but I would have preferred that they did that than rather put so much effort in to not put Peach as the damsel situation and then give her nothing to do anyway. That's why I agree with that. I think I think I have no problem with Luigi being the damsel and Mario and Peach teaming up, but just Peach just they has still nothing. Ha- they still gave her nothing. And to then do. they're and like, oh, Luigi she doesn't know where. She, at well. one point, about half an hour in, um, Peach says that she doesn't know where she came from. She just wandered through a pipe into there. And I was like, right, well, interesting. We yeah. know nothing about Peach. This is like a free reign character. You can do whatever you want with her, really. Yeah. Where does she come from? Never mentioned again. Yeah. Why would you set that up? Don't just set something up. Is it for a sequel? Like, pay it off. That's what I think they were, the whole point of this was. It was it was a bit lazy. And the story was very um, weak. Yeah, it was. Really weak. Purposefully, because I'm hoping that they'll make it into a massive fucking franchise and they'll really hone in on it in it's future films. I, I don't think they will, but that's what they should do. They yeah. should have used this as an introductory, vague, testing the water sort of vibe, which it would have been, I think it did perfectly, to an extent. And then they <laughs> could have... To an extent. <laughs> and then they could have, like, just had Mario and Peach were, like, going on adventures and stuff and Luigi and they live in the Mushroom Kingdom and then they go to fucking Mario Galaxy and then introduce Rosalina or they yeah. have a ma- they do a Grand Prix or whatever and yeah, they make um, film, individual films out of each I games. think they will. I definitely think they will do that. I uh, I just don't think you have an excuse even with oh, there'll probably be sequels. If you're setting something up in a film I think you, you have to pay it off. No, I Especially agree. And, uh, like, I mean, Mario's arc was that he was a disappointment to everyone and his dad. Donkey Kong's arc was the same thing. I don't really know why Donkey Kong was a disappointment because he was the best fighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luigi had no yeah. arc because his arc was that he Luigi's arc was that he was a coward, and then all just all of a sudden out of nowhere he wasn't a coward. Yeah. Um, with no real reason. Peach had no arc at all. No. Uh, Toad didn't cute. either. Toad just wanted to protect her for no reason. Yeah, a bit weird that they she just wandered through the pipe and they're like, "You can be our princess." Yeah, again, like, why did he? Why? Just give me, give me some explanation. Give me something. Are the parents out there looking for her? Fucking yeah, heartbroken well, yeah. for thirty years or whatever. Um, you uh, have to assume that she's obviously from Brooklyn as well. Little human. Well, then how did the magic pipe get there? Yeah. So many questions. Well, yeah, exactly, and I think it just the real world stuff bogs it down in questions and stuff. They probably will have to explain later, and I don't understand why they. I was really surprised as well that that um, they released the little trailer, didn't they, of the plumbing ad? The little song, which yeah. I just assumed that they had made. I thought like they just made it as a funny bonus. I was really, yeah. really surprised to actually see it in the film. I was kind of disappointed because I was so annoyed that they were in the real world. Yeah. Well, instantly disappointed with the whole film. And I'm glad they got into the Mushroom Kingdom quite quickly. Well, we had to see them like fight a dog first, and yeah. Well, it, they were they did a very good job at making it. Uh, very successful kids film. Oh, 100%, yeah. Kids will, like, <laughs> we were, like, the only adults in the cinema that didn't have yeah, children yeah, yeah. with us. And the kids were, like, all pissing themselves. It was a lovely cinema experience. Yeah. Um, at one point, Mario, like, punches Donkey Kong oh, in yeah. the face. And 
the kid near to me turned to his mum and or dad and just said he's Donkey Kong dead. <laughs> and I love the fact that he just thought Mario had They were just absolutely him. in awe, like, um, lost in the film. And that's why I like. I think that's why I liked it because it like it was the child in me who was fucking obsessed with Mario and yeah. the adult who still is. It was just, it was very light and breezy and fun, and it had all the little nods that I wanted it to have, and it was it was nice. But now we're out of the cinema and really going on it. It definitely could have been, yeah, so much better. I'm intrigued to see how it holds like up on a rewatch. Yeah, I think I went in there just wanting a light, fun, easy film with the characters that I love and just little little fun things that I love, and that's exactly what I got. But I'm I'm nervous to rewatch it. Uh, yeah, uh, I could be wrong on a rewatch. I might really like it. I just think I will definitely be rewatching it. I was it. just like l- I felt lowballed, like. It was just like felt like they took the easy option in every scenario. Yeah, they did. And some stuff's really good. I loved I loved it when they made it look like it was the game, when it like yeah, became like a platformer. Side, loved yeah. that. Yeah. Really loved that. I loved um, I loved this training montage with Peach. I love Bowser's song. Oh <gasps> we need oh we need to talk about the song soundtrack though, Mike. Oh uh, This was by awful. far the worst part of the film. They I just, just think if yep. the soundtrack was better, I wouldn't be questioning yeah. the it's the, the, it. the soundtrack so is lazy bad. and that is the right word it's it's i said this on a tweet um it is the cinematic cinematic equi- the soundtrack equivalent of copying someone's homework it was shocking so every literally every single song we'd heard before how dare they but every single song makes you think of a better scene from a better film <gasps> why would you put a song that's like synonymous with the best scene in shrek 2 just why? don't do How it. How dare they just, do that? Just don't compare it, it to a better animated close. film. Yeah, why do that? All I can think that they were doing is they obviously knew this film was going to make a shitload of money and all these songs that they've recycled and recycled off a recycled fucking film, all these young kids are going to go and watch it and maybe they're thinking, oh, well, they won't have seen that film before. They'll, they'll Still think old. this there's, song is synonymous with Mario There's literally billions of songs in the world. Just pick a new one. Like, yeah, it's bullshit. Thunderstruck been in everything absolutely yeah. everything the, the choice of song was so poor it significantly took me yeah. out of the film to make me think what what yeah. why the fuck would they do that i've seen that that's a very common as well i've seen i think because because you just go oh that's that's like that song from uh yeah, you instantly think of the that's film though film, with, yeah. with the better scene oh that's a song from guardians that guardians too that's a really fun opening scene yeah well, oh, yeah. that's better than this yeah um odd um in terms of we, i mean we're gonna, we have to address the elephant in the room we have to address chris pratt's voice um there's a scene at the start of the film on terms of the voice where in that trailer they speak with the kind of really italian voices and he's mm. like it's me mario and then the trailer ends they, they, their plumbing advert ends and they're like oh yeah don't you think we went a bit too thick on the accents and i'm like first of all why would you put on an accent for a trailer i, I just don't understand what the logic was with yeah. that uh, and also, it felt like a rewrite. It, it felt like something they added in. Yeah. that in after the massive battle ash for... Um, because it also just wasn't funny enough to justify... No. Not, and also, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, that's Mario. And then he yeah. started speaking in his weird New Jersey, in his weird uh, Brooklyn accent, and I was like, oh. I wonder if that's why they put the Brooklyn bit in it at all. I think, no, I think their plan yes, was always to have them from yeah, the real the, world. Yeah, I suppose they're Italian, but they live in, in Brooklyn, yeah. so that's why they don't have the accent or... But it's yeah, it was just. Um, I mean, there was there's little jokes as well that I think that could have been funnier. Like Mario doesn't like mushrooms, mm. but that was never. I didn't feel like they ever got the best out of that because like yeah. that is funny, and then he has to eat mushrooms literally to be powerful. Mm. 
So, well, that's a be a bit funnier. Um, speaking of the power-ups, I really like the power-ups. Mm. I like that they didn't, they were like, just, just floating just yellow boxes everywhere. Jump into it, something, something cool will pop out, eat yeah. it, done. Liked that. The, yeah, the mushroom kings, especially around Peach's castle, looked Mint. really good. Mint. That little tour through all of it yeah. is well good. Um, the ice kingdom looked great. Mm-hmm. Oh, little penguins, I wish they were in it more. Uh, the Kong Kingdom looked really cool when you go on like the cart ride through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darklands was really cool. I, mean, I wish we'd spent more time there. That was really cool. It was weird how I don't know, like how little Luigi was obviously in it, but then who was even in this film? I feel like this film would have benefited from being maybe ten minutes longer or something. And yeah. You could just add in a couple of character scenes for people. Because yeah. I mean Bowser, you you understood and you understood Mario. Uh, I don't even call it Paige. Peach was just defending her kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, like, she didn't have an arc, but you, you got her. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was all a bit like. Also, my biggest question, and we will come back to that part, but I just remembered it. He must be called Mario Mario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because the, the plumbing company is called the Mario Brothers. And unless Mario is the most arrogant man in the world and just walks all over Luigi. And Luigi's happy to not have any of his name on the company. His name must be Mario Mario, and Luigi's name must be Luigi Mario. <laughs> yeah. Must be. It's the Who only knows? solution. Um, I'm trying to think of. I mean, it does. It does look good. I mean, they didn't. Like, I think all the characters and stuff looked really good, which they've obviously fucked up before. Yeah. Although we did agree, apart from there's a bit where King Boo arrives oh, for King the Boo wedding. Oh, did look bad. Yeah. And it looks really weird. Because as well, that must have been why the Boos weren't in the Badlands. Or yeah, the because he lands. goes into like a little Boos castle, doesn't he, to hide, yeah. and it's the shy guys. Which I thought would have been a good. I thought that would be the Boos, hundred percent. Luigi's Mansion tease future yeah. film potential. And also but just having like no running away from Boos, that'd be it. fun. Because yeah. I liked it when he's running away from the dry bones. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was quite a scary scene. Yeah. For a kid. Here's a good question. I don't think we saw, and I've only just thought of this, I don't think we saw one Goomba get stomped on. I don't think we did see a Goomba stomp. I feel like there wasn't enough of the other villains, because it was like um, Bowser and his like, army mainly of Koopas. Mm-hmm. And then there was just like the odd shot of Goombas and Bob-Oms. And... Like, let him have a little mixed army. Yeah. Send in the Goombas at some point, and you've got to stomp on them, like... Yeah, uh, yeah and like they put, they threw everything at the wall. We saw Mario Kart. There were references to Mario Galaxy. There was, you know, Tanuki Mario. There was. I like to add all those little nods in there that you were, anyone who's played even one Mario game yeah. would recognize something that they've. Yeah, oh yeah, Donkey Kong was throwing barrels. Yeah. There was Odyssey stuff in it. Bowser was wearing his Odyssey suit. Um, but then it also has the negative flip side that we've already discussed that it's We've barreled through a lot of the cannon. They can't even, they can't explore any of that in an interesting way because they've, like you said, they're just methodically getting yeah. all these things in. And, and we've barreled through a lot of the cannon now as well. It's yeah. a classic kids film. Like, yeah. Not even like, like a young kid as well. Like, yeah. I, you I, can't I, have yeah. it too long. There weren't loads of adult jokes in it, whether that were that kind of there for, no. which I thought was a mistake as well, because mm-hmm. obviously parents are going to go and see it, and you want them to be entertained and just as much. Such, like, that's what I was trying to say before. It's such an it's such an old game. Yeah. All, oh yeah, so you're going to be attracting an audience of all ages. Yeah. Yeah. So all, like the little, I like that they had the little blue mushroom in it because I instantly knew what it was. Yeah. And what it was going to do. So yeah. Like, so oh, you knew what the joke was. Yeah. 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 I think it could have done. It could have done that a bit more. What would you rate it? 
I'll tell I'll give it a six. Maybe six and a half. I'd agree with a six. I think it was fine. I would Very definitely solid. watch it again. I found it funny and enjoyable and yep. light, but in the grand scheme of the potential of the franchise, and I remember it, and still stand by, I was the most excited for this film yeah, the whole year. So I'm sad that it's not a ten or a nine or a ten. Yeah, I just yeah. Because I was so excited for it. I am, to but be I did really enjoy it. I think a six is fair because just with everything they could have done with it. Mm. I think they just it's overwhelming they just went they with the easy with they did the easiest route it. and they did that fine very well like yeah. you said entertaining funny but Safe. a little bit hollow for me a little bit kind of soulless I I wish it was 15 minutes longer yeah just give it a bit more flesh to the yeah just give a little bit more I wanted more Peach and Luigi yeah those two are the ones that take real hits mm-hmm. um, especially because I loved um, Charlie Day doing Luigi's voice yeah and again even though this I feel I feel that kind of unfair on Chris Pratt, believe it or not, saying that because he's obviously not going to tell the accent. But I don't know Charlie Day doing Luigi was just good. It just yeah made sense with the character, and it's, I feel like it's unfair for me to say it because he's not doing the Italian accent. Yeah, no, but I get what you mean. I think maybe the Chris Pratt cast and asked Mario shielded a Charlie Day from any abuse because it was like everyone was yeah. angry at him and no one ever focused on. But yeah. also, he has kind of like if he's if he's like Luigi's a bit of a coward, you know. Charlie Day does have yeah, like Charlie a high pitched kind of squeaky voice, um, so voice for that for Luigi. Yeah. So that was good and it made sense. But then Chris Pratt's voice just brought nothing to the table, did it? Uh, no, I, it was fine. I, I, you settle I, into it, you do. Um, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't jarring at all. It's just not. Um, it's just not strong like Bowser and Peach and Toad. A very strong voice performances mm-hmm. um but yeah i, I mean i'd recommend it because i think yeah, no one's fun. gonna have a bad time with it but i just think it feels yeah a little bit it could have given soulless. us more. and that brings us on to the hot seats worst trailer when bowser's on the piano so funny Oh, yeah. This was a point in the cinema where I was laughing so much. I was like, "This is fucking weird." How much I'm laughing. You were hysterically laughing. Yeah. I don't know why I found it so funny, (laughs) and I knew it wasn't that funny. I just couldn't stop. You were hysterically laughing. It it was funny. It made me laugh how much you laughed. Pounds for the limited edition Mario tin. Mario tin, which you now are using to just to put utensils in. All our kitchen utensils in. Actually, it's Easter weekend. I put all our Easter eggs in it. Nice. That's that's better. I didn't love the utensils, and it's a bit dull for a question mark. It was too sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worst trailer. You currently have We Have a Ghost, I Have Fast X. Uh, no, not changing that. No, they were all fine today's trailers, weren't they? Best trailer, you have Air, I Have the Flash. Mm, like I saw Barbie in there. We're going Barbie. We'll probably review Air next week as well. Yeah. For regular listeners. Um, I am going to change mine as well. That's a double change. Ooh. A DC. Boop, boop, oh, boop. Blue Beetle. Uh, no, I'm going to go to Spider-Verse. Oh, of course, of course. I think that's a really good trailer that gives you everything you want from a trailer. Uh, oh, I'm jealous of your choice. Biggest disappointment. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. For me, you have Luther. <sighs> Mario goes in. No, Mike. It goes in. No. Yeah. That's so negative. Uh, you sticking with Luther? Yeah. Yeah. Most pleasant surprise, I have Extraordinary, you have Plane. 
<laughs> Nothing? Well, no. That's not Shazam, is it? No. Uh, worst sequel tease. We both have Luther. Where Luther, where it's a sequel tease where literally nothing happens. It's a sequel tease that could be anything. Someone's in a car about to offer him something. It's terrible. Um, again, we didn't watch the Shazam's post credits. Apparently it's bad. But I'm going to stick with Luther. Yeah, stick with Luther. Strangest moment. I have when that little uh, leprechaun calls the bloke a silly billy. You have when Megan sings Titanium. She's staying. She's staying, yeah. Silly Billy's staying for me as well. Worst performance. Zachary Levi beats the boss for me from Megan. And I don't think it's Zachary Levi's fault. I just, it's awful. I can't remember a film where a main character wound me up that much, so he has to go in. Shazam. I'm going to have to also. also I can't believe in. the boss has got out. The, the boss, boss has got, got out. out. That's crazy. I so thought he was nailed on. I know. Absolutely so nailed shit. on. I have to put it in because I've gone on about it for weeks. They asked me Chris Pratt. You're going Chris Pratt? Yeah. Sorry. Wow. You're going Mario. Woo. It's like that meme. Woo, girl, give us nothing. <laughs> uh, sorry, Chris. Not your fault you got cast in it. Best performance. I have James Norton from Happy Valley. You have Michael B. Jordan from Creed 3. Oh, love you, Michael. You stay. I'm a stick as well. Worst film. We both have Luther. I'm sticking. I think Luther's worse than Shazam. Yeah, I do as well. Uh, best film, I have Puss in Boots. I'm definitely sticking. Because it reminds me, Mario actually reminded me how good Puss in Boots is. I must admit, I did think about that as well. And I justify it to myself because it's Mario's a game. I'm going to have to There's nonsense point. <laughs> you better watch your mouth. <laughs> you hater. Do I have Puss in there as well? <clears throat> yeah, you do, yeah. Okay, I'm going to keep Puss where Yeah. Nice. Uh, and that concludes uh, episode 22, I think, maybe? No, I think it's 23. Load of old waffle. We've These waffled on long enough. Out every Tuesday. Uh, our drunk debates go out every other Wednesday. Oh, and Mike, when uh, we have something worth debating. Our drink along commentaries go out every Thursday. Every motherfucking Thursday. Up this week, Scooby Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed to follow. Scooby-Doo 1, original Scooby-Doo that we did last week. Uh, Scooby-Doo. Very fun. If very fun films. Sorry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of scooby Have a listen. Then. Trust us, we think you'll like it. Uh, our Twitter is at SweetFilmsAlk. If you want to get in touch, let us know what you thought of any of the films that we reviewed today. Yeah, share your thoughts. Let's have a conversation. Let us know what you'd like us to, which film you'd like us to turn into a drinking game next. If you hated Mario, don't tell me. Tell me. Wanna, I'll be on your I side. I in blissfully. I will be on your side. Uh, thank you very much for listening and have a nice have a lovely morning. day morning evening yeah. wherever you are morning noon or night Go- goodbye goodbye